Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. You're back where it's at for our weekly chat on the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm eager to host the show design with you in mind. You're tuned in to Talking with T, and I'm excited and delighted to bring you the latest in trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. It's January 29th, and it's hard to believe we're toward the end of the first month of 2018. So although time flies, the good news is that you are the pilot. The theme this month has been Be More. You have been encouraged to be more than they said you would and more than you thought you could. Be more than self-imposed limitations and societal ceilings. Be more than what you know. Be what you imagine. Mm, Be more. Well, if January 29th is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, billionaire talk show host and actress and more, Oprah Winfrey, Tom Selleck, Adam Lambert, as well as one of my favorite R&B singers, Charlie Wilson. Today on the national calendar is Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day, National Puzzle Day, National Carnation Day, National Corn Chip Day, and more. So, I guess I'll work a crossword puzzle while sniffing a carnation and snacking on corn chips while mindlessly popping bubble wrap. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. On this date in history, in 1906, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated was founded at Cornell University. Also on this date in 1926, Violet Anderson became the first black female lawyer admitted to practice before the Supreme Court. For today's happy highlights, I want to share that more than 100 homeless people in Denver were able to start working since the city has hired them to shovel mulch. The Denver Day Works program started in 2016. The workers are paid at the end of each shift at wages of at least $12 an hour. I also want to lift up a group of Kansas kids who, along with the help of their teacher, has started the Kindness Project. The kids said that after hearing and seeing so much violence on the news and media, they hope to inspire others to bring about kindness. The Kindness Project has one main goal, spreading kindness as little helpers and big heroes. These students are asking classrooms across the country to follow their lead and start spreading acts of kindness. They've even created a list of 100 good deeds that can help spread kindness, which include things like holding the door open for someone you don't know, and writing someone a nice letter or taking the trash out for your family. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after this week's tip from Tarika. Hello, this is Tip and Tarika, and the tip for this week is life's roller coaster. Uh, When I say roller coaster, it is Life's ups and downs, twists and turns. We are all on some kind of roller coaster or have been on a roller coaster. Now, I don't know anybody who has just a smooth sailing life. And if you are one of those lucky people, then get ready. Put your seatbelt on because you will eventually have some ups and downs and some kind of twists and turns and ins and outs. Um, one thing we need to keep in mind is unless it's your significant other or somebody that you're in some kind of relationship with that has signed on to ride with you 
on your ride, then we need to be mindful that everybody may not want to join you on your roller coaster, twists and turns and ups and downs. Because, again, we all and everybody has those issues or have some type of issues that they're going through. Whether they're sharing them with you or not, if that person is not your significant other, then just make sure that you're not deboing them or headlocking them on the ride with you. It's about being conscious and having sensitivity, being selfless, and respect for that person. It's okay to check in and, you know, talk about some of your twists and turns, but just to make sure that they aren't, you know, being hijacked into being riding with you, in other words. Just just make sure that you are conscious of everybody has some issues, everybody has their thing going on in their life, and it's your adventure, and it means so much to you. But the same intensity or passion you have about it, that person may not. And just being conscious of that, that just makes makes for a uh, better relationship, that makes for long-lasting friendships or associateships or whatever. Again, um, everybody has their own issues. Everybody has their own right that they're on. And just being conscious of that is very important. And that is my tip of the week, and I've been talking with T. Let's check out our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Two of Suge Knight's lawyers were arrested amid allegations they were accessories after the fact to a crime. Supposedly, they assisted Suge Knight in trying to pay off witnesses and fabricating testimonies for his murder trial. Wally Stecklow was awarded $75,000 by a jury for being sprayed with military-grade tear gas during a Freddie Gray protest in May of 2016. Scott Bayo is the latest celebrity accused of sexual misconduct. Actress Nicole Eagert is the accuser and Bayo's legal team has issued an order to cease and desist. Michigan State's athletic department is facing multiple lawsuits following an investigation as to how much the university's officials actually knew about the allegations of sexual misconduct against sports doctor Larry Nasser, who was recently sentenced to 175 years in prison for sexual abuse allegations that span decades. The Taliban has claimed responsibility for the ambulance bomb that killed 103 people in Afghanistan. Laverne Cox has made history as Cosmopolitan Magazine's first transgender cover star. Sunday morning, four people were killed and two were wounded in a Pittsburgh shooting rampage, which took place at a car wash at 3 a.m. in the morning. Family members said the shooting was the result of a domestic dispute and two of the victims were brother and sister. Recently, Trump tweeted that, quote, somebody please inform Jay-Z that because of my policies, black unemployment has just been reported to be at the lowest rate ever recorded. This tweet was in response to Jay-Z's remarks on Van Jones' new show on CNN. Let's listen to Van Jones' response. Van Jones' new show premiered on CNN this weekend, and it caught the president's eye. Jones' first big booking was hip-hop superstar and mogul Jay-Z. So when Jay-Z criticized Trump and implied that Trump is the superbug of racism, Jones pushed back and pointed out that the president has been touting the black unemployment rate. He is somebody who's now saying, look, I'm growing, uh, I'm dropping black unemployment. 
uh, black people are doing well under my administration. Um, uh, do, does he have a point that maybe the Democrats have been giving us good lip service but no jobs? Maybe he's going to say terrible things but put money in our pocket. Does that make him a good leader? No, because it's not about money at the end of the day. Money is not doesn't equate to like happiness. It doesn't. It's, that's that's not missing the whole point. So President Trump either saw that interview on CNN or saw Fox talking about it this morning because he reacted to Jay-Z with a tweet. Uh, here it is. Somebody please inform Jay-Z that because of my policies, black unemployment has just been reported to be at the lowest rate ever recorded. I, I don't know, Van. Maybe I'm cynical. Is this the best press you could have asked I, for for your show? I, I want you to know I, I personally asked Donald Trump to write that tweet. I wrote it for him. And, <laughs> listen, it's sad because... We actually literally were discussing uh, the black unemployment rate. And I gave Trump, listen, you know, uh, continuing a lot of trends you know, that have been going on anyway, black unemployment is pretty good. Should he get credit for it? And then and Jay-Z said something that you don't hear from many billionaires. He said, you know, it's not about the money, it's about the respect. And so we had a very powerful moment there. Apparently Trump missed the whole point and actually walked right back into the trap. So now it's trending globally, um, you know, Jay-Z's you know, response. So look. I, I, it's, it's great uh, PR for the show, but it's bad for the country when you have a president who wants to lecture an African-American rapper, an African-American pundit about African-American issues with uh, bad facts and, um, and no information about the show. Because it is a, a gradual, steady decline. Uh, here we see now it is at a record low. But it's been declining for six or seven years. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that raises this question of how much credit to give President Trump, given that it was Obama's policies, uh, that led to that gradual decline. Look, I am happy to give President Trump credit for not screwing it up. I mean, he could have come in and done stuff that reversed that trend. He could have come in and done terrible things, uh, and he didn't. So uh, the, there was a, a bull market under Obama. He kept that going, maybe accelerated. Unemployment was coming down. He kept that going. Great. But you're not listening to the voices of the black community. You say that's not enough to make up mm -hmm. for S-hole countries. That's not enough to make up for insulting black football players, saying all, you know, our, all of our communities are terrible. Like, you, just because we're making incremental progress, continuing incremental progress, that doesn't give you the right then to be disrespectful. And that's what Jay-Z was trying to say. Let's jump right into our trending news with Professor Jay and P.I. Pam. As we hit on one of the biggest and saddest stories trending in the news this week, which was the school shooting that occurred at Marshall County High School in Benton, Kentucky this past Tuesday. A 15-year-old male student opened fire, killing two and leaving 21 injured. The assailant has been charged with two counts of murder and 12 counts of first-degree assault. It was also reported, actually, that one of the reporters that arrived on the scene to cover the story learned that the suspect was her own son, and I, I just can't imagine. But people may not be aware, but there have actually been 11 school shootings so far this year. And I'm talking 2018. So in this month alone, this month of January 2018, there have been 11 school shootings. And I have a link to those stories on my website. That's www.talkingwitht.com. And, of course, you can find the link to these stories and others shared on today's show under the tab marked on the show for January 29th. Now, my heart breaks for these families affected by this senseless violence and in a place that is traditionally a safe place for children. Exactly. That was just what I was about to say. 
you know, school is supposed to be a safe place for our students who may be dealing with issues at home, with their families, with their parents, and they come to school and they expect to not only be educated, but they expect to be loved on, you know, respected, and this whole incident just shatters the idea of school, as you said, being a safe place. It's going to take quite a little minute for them to recover and to get to a point where things are back to normal, no doubt. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I do know that 11 shootings in one month. Yeah. I'm thinking when you said it, I'm just not grasping that it's already 2018. I'm thinking... Oh, 2017? No, it's a new year. It ain't even February yet. Right. And no place is safe. They're shooting up churches. They're shooting up schools, jobs. I understand. I I hear what you're saying. Well, still trending is women coming forward to share their stories of being victimized and sometimes even terrorized by men through unwanted sexual advances, sexual misconduct, or even sexual abuse and rape. And by now, we are all familiar with the Me Too movement, which puts a focus on women who've been victims of some, you know, some sort of sexual abuse. Well, I recently learned that strippers are asking for more rights in the workplace and feel they are being left out of the Me Too movement. Now, first of all, I didn't know that some strip clubs are unionized. And perhaps that's because we don't have a lot of clubs in my area. Maybe I'm just unfamiliar. I, I don't know. But evidently, there are a multitude of issues that strippers face. And, again, you can read more about that through the link um, to the story I have on the website. I won't go into all of that on the show. You just really need to read the article. But the thing that is making me pause, and help me understand if I'm wrong because it's not my intent to be judgmental. If you enter into a profession that sells sex or the idea of sex, and you profit from people who are attracted to the sensationalism of sex, are you being harassed when they respond to your advances? And it's possibly more to it than that. But that just seems awkward to me. Like, I'm trying to figure out if them joining the Me Too movement somewhat diminishes what it's all about. I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence with it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> they did a long side, so you know it's about to be good. Nothing go down. But when you make up in your mind that you that you're gonna work in the shake joint, as we call it down here, and you uh-huh. slide down on the pole, right, and twerk for the band, you know what uh-huh. you're getting into. Uh-huh. Okay, that's yeah. all I got to say. Yeah, that's true, right. and I can't see <laughs> see nobody at these strip clubs here getting unionized. They just need to shut them, throw the whole throw the whole strip club away. That part. <laughs> Union strip club. Union strip club. And I, I'm really trying to make the two meet. I'm having a hard time. I can't. Yeah, because I'm not well, maybe understanding. I, Men can come in and, you know, see you strip, peep shows, whatever, but they have an issue with them recording that and re-looking at it of what they already have seen. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, that was one of the issues they brought up. And then when you go to these strip clubs, so I've heard, well, I'm trying to just figure out what they're accusing the people of. I don't know. I'm going to need help. 
Pam, you can investigate it some more. Listeners, you can weigh in. I'm just, I'm at a loss. And I'm going to be careful, but I just don't understand. That's all I'm saying. Now, Pam, you the investigator. What I need you to do <laughs> is you go to the strip club, and then I you can report. I done been several times. I done not been to the strip club plenty of times. So I know how it goes down, and that's why I'm not understanding why they have an issue with it when they have back rooms, boom, boom rooms. I mean, basically, some strip clubs you can't touch them. Some, they say you can't touch them, but if you pay the right amount of money, you can do pretty much whatever you want to do. So I don't know why they have an issue with it. This this had to be uh, some bootleg strippers because the ones that's really making the money, the ones making the the, the six figures, big strip clubs like Magic City. They and, make how much? You know, they make it way over six figures. What? Yes. I'm looking at this picture now. Them strippers that having the issue. That's mm-hmm. somebody granny <laughs> on some of them. <laughs> Let me move on. Let me move on because I have something else. (laughs) I have something else that I need you two and the listeners to weigh in on. There's a report that a woman from California has launched a lawsuit against Walmart because products marketed for black people are kept locked and secured while other products are not. And some people thought this was outrageous. And at first I was like, really? But then I got to thinking maybe it isn't as much about the financial game but bringing awareness to the obvious because I have noticed, you know, in Walmart, dollar stores, and other places I frequented, when I try to get some hair products or in a dollar store, you can't even get toothpaste or deodorant or whatever, just depending on what part of the city you're in, and those bells start ringing and everything. You know, do you consider that to be a really overt form of racism and, you know, some type of bias toward African Americans? Yeah. There you go. That goes alongside. <laughs> yeah, I think that there is a great degree of bias that you that you want to lock up the Carol's daughter, which considerably is, you know, pretty expensive. But yet you want to let the head and shoulders go for whatever. I mean, I'm I'm trying to figure this thing out. Maybe, so I'm thinking this. Do they have a system where they are starting to secure products that are often lifted, so to speak? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm used to electronics and those types of things or jewelry being locked up. That's just been the norm. What the manager at Dollar Store on Asheville Highway told me is that they lock up things that are shoplifted the most from their store. Very by different stores what people take the most of. They do have a lot of the black, you know, products locked up, but they also have them tied pies locked up too now just because so many kids are taking them for whatever reason. They have them locked up too, but she said they do lock up certain things depends on what gets taken them off. Now, I can't understand why they got the 39-cent cones locked up, though, you know, the cones we or use. toothpaste. So here's, I guess, the issue. Now, perhaps uh, those products are taken more often than others, but for those of us who aren't lifting those products, I think it's offensive. Now, does it warrant a lawsuit? Is she going to win? Is this going to be a class action suit? I don't know. I just thought this story was odd. So we just want the listeners to weigh in and see what they think about this. 
I know some people think it's being petty, but I think I can understand some people being offended. But can we get in well, on this class action lawsuit or is it just serious? I hadn't figured that out yet because it doesn't make sense for one person to be able to sue one store when the practice is so widespread. So I don't know. Right. Okay. Uh, so for our Crazy Chronicles today, I was watching TV one night and a commercial came on and I almost thought I was dreaming, but it was a commercial for some miracle water that promised healing or financial blessings. And I was like, really? And I thought I must have looked that wrong. So I looked it up and sure enough, this guy, Peter, I think it's Popoff from the Peter Popoff oh, Ministry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, He's been under fire for years selling this Miracle Spring water. And I thought, well, the commercial and the people look a little dated, so maybe they're not doing it anymore. So I started investigating a little bit. And he recently had a convention, and I saw on Eventbrite that it was sold out. I also read that his net worth is $10 million. And I'm thinking, now, wait just a minute. He made all that money from selling some Miracle water. If we don't hurry up and get us a hustle, y'all. What you say? Listen, he plays on their emotions. He thinks he leads the people to believe that this miracle spring water, which probably just came out to tap at his house, and he put it in this little uh, plastic container and sent it to the people. Uh, he leads the people to believe that this miracle spring water is going to give them the miracle that they require or that they need. What? You initially request this Miracle Spring water. From my understanding, you get letter after letter imploring you to send him money. Do you have to pay for the water? So, yeah, because it was a commercial, so you have to buy the water, right? You know, he says that he sends the Miracle Spring water to you for the free. You get it for the free, but after that, he's going to continue, like I said, continue sending you letters so that you continue sending him money. Okay, let me get this straight, Jay. Now, I'm going to get some water, and it's free. And then I'm going to get letters to send him money. Right. But why would I do that? I'm not trying to figure out how he's worth $10 million. Unless that water actually produced some healing or produced a financial blessing that I would then feel like in return I'm willing to give him some money, I'm not sure how this scam is working. Well, for those of us who know the deal, the water, from what I understand, is nothing more than tap water. It's not like it came from the Jordan River or something biblical or of religious significance. You can go to your sink and get the same effect with this particular Well, I water. need to know, is anybody out there who has some of this miracle water? I need somebody out there who has this miracle water to let us know what it does and I'm still wanting to figure out how this man is worth $10 million and how he had some kind of convention that sold out. But Jay was saying, you know, he praised on people's emotions, and I know that some people are really gifted at that and in, in taking advantage of people and, you know, their vulnerabilities and all of that. I just, in this day and time, it still kind of baffles me as to how people can continue to make a profit. And I'm talking about a huge profit. Off of the most ridiculous things. And we've had stuff before. You know, I get it. But, like I said, I just saw this the other night, so it took me back a little bit. Huh? What about the golden tickets to heaven? Like, if you die, it's like a waiting list. And if you get the golden ticket, you're at the top of the list. Yeah, and people really buying. I just, I can't. 
I, I just can't. I cannot in any way understand any of this. <laughs> well, is there anything else before we wrap this up? Yes. I must tell everybody about, first let me start off and tell everybody that I'm a frequent person that gets on the WATE, WVLT, WBIR, Knox News, Facebook page, and they put up articles. And a lot of times they block you, Pam. I, girl, I got about fifty eleven email addresses. I keep coming back. They can't keep. They can't keep me down. I'm I'm back like pop music. But, uh, <laughs> they have has an article up today. They have started this online petition. It originated in Tennessee, but it's been went across the social media where they want to allow food stamps to cover pet food. So this viral petition mm-hmm. aims to include pet food in your SNAP benefits. And so my issue was, I know people love their pets, but it's not the same as a child. Half, they was comparing it to having a child, which may be like to some if they don't have kids, but if it was a choice between feeding my kids and myself over a pet, then, you know, I would feed my, my family. But they was going in on me. I couldn't stop laughing because they was like, Pam, you should have called us. You should have called us. We would have had your back. What they say, Pam? Pam, pets are family, and they back. They help battle my depression and my disabilities and all this. And I'm just and I'm saying, okay, I'm sorry about your disability. That it's a choice to have kids. It was a choice to have a pet. But some people have unplanned pregnancies and they have a child. You just can't unplan and go pick up a pet. If you can't afford it, then you can't take your child back if you can't feed them. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, so you, my thing is, I am, well, I won't say I, I mean a animal lover to an extreme, but I love my pets. However, if I can't afford to feed my family, I wouldn't bring a pet into the household because other than just pet food, pets are expensive. They need shots. They need regular medical visits. I mean, they need more than food. So if you can't, afford to feed your family, maybe you want to hold off on the pet. And I do know pets are companions. And, I, again, we're going to need the listeners to weigh in. But what we're not going to have and what they're not going to do is be going in on P.I. Pam and ganging up on her. So next time, Pam, we're going to need you to uh, tag us. Right, I should have tagged us. Yeah, so we can join in. Jay, what do you think? I mean, you have a pet. Well, she's technically she's not mine. Okay. But I'm just trying to wrap my mind around the idea of getting Mindy food with the EBT card. <laughs> now, Mindy is, Mindy, Mindy is a little Yorkie. She already has an attitude. Right. And I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, are there certain types of pet food that are covered? Because Mindy has very specific tastes, and she's bougie. So, you know, I can't come in there with the great value dog food because <laughs> that's what's covered under EBT when she clearly prefers the Purina. I'm just saying. Right. Again, I'm at a loss here. I just can't seem to jump on one side of the fence or the other on several issues we have on today's show. So I'm hoping that people find just a moment to help provide some clarity, some understanding, or some insight. This is exhausting. That's that's it for this bit. You know what? I can't wait to find out what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And I'm going to say it. Well, once again, we've come to the end. 
But be reminded, you can now call in and leave your thoughts on topics or issues, and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. The call-in number is 865-409-1170, and we look forward to hearing from you. Make sure you get your tickets for Facebook comedian Kev on stage, who will be in Knoxville, Tennessee, February 10th at the Square Room downtown. Also make note, I'm still looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. And I look forward to more submissions for Tease Talk Teens and Hometown Heroes. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With T, we would love to help you promote your business. Tune in the way you like and pick your pleasure by choosing to listen to Talking With T anytime on your time. On Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Speaker, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. Look out for new shows each and every Monday. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. If you are waking up with the sensation that there has got to be more in life, then there is. Steve Harvey. Remember where you heard the word, keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.